Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, welcome back to probably a podcast. We are not in my living room, which we know and we love. We are at the Cast Collective. It's an amazing studio in Nashville. You guys check it out. Um, always plug because one of my really dear friends owns it. So fucking use it, okay? And I have the most amazing two girls who are literally like, I don't want to say a breath of fresh air, even though you guys are. You're like a breath of like Listerine air. Like you just like, you know, when you chew gum and then drink water and you're like, uh, you're like, but you're also like but so like awake. icy. Yeah, you like, like love it. And you're like, yeah. You guys are that. Like you, I didn't meet you until literally this morning before we podcasted. This is Maddie and Scout, OKSIS podcast. We're doing a little podcast swap. I was just on theirs. We had a blast. Blast. But you guys are just such great energy. You never know. Like you always want to agree to a podcast swap and hope for the best. You're like, but you just never know, right? We were talking about this right before we started where we were like, what are the talking points? Like, we'll send talking boys. And I'm like, how do I just tell her? Like, we're going to vibe and just, yeah. I will just talk. Yeah, I was like, Courtney, we should like ask some things and be professional because like, I don't know. Courtney's like, yeah, 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 we should do that. We should do that. Because I'm like, I don't, I've never met you guys before yeah. technically. So I'm like, I and I always, I'm such a, like a creature of habit. I have like the same like friends on and guests on and right. like we just like vibe because it's such a conversation. But yeah. anyways, I'm thankful that you guys are the way you are because I literally, I had a notebook and I was like, bloop. And I have like a couple things in here, but I'm just like, you're well, your British what? flag notebook. Oh my God. They roasted me. For You're like, not the British flag notebook. I was like, listen guys, I'm fucking lame. Okay. No, we're, we love the Brits. Yeah, yeah. We have that in common. You yes. guys have stepsisters that are Brits. Right. Yes. So we then think we're British. So you walk around your house screaming that one boring song and we walk well, around well, screaming, no, well, Stephanie, well, Stephanie. We, you know? we go around and we're just like, do we say British? <laughs> and they're just like, Shut no. the fuck They're like, no, up. you don't. Not James at all. Harry accent. Potter. And I just, they're like, I want to <laughs> Oh, Natalie Porter. I was like, what did you just no, say? Harry, no, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Natalie Porter British too? I don't even know that. Natalie, Natalie Porter? No. You need Natalie know. Portman? Yes. <laughs> no, she's Israeli. No, she's Israeli and like Jewish. Oh, not British okay. at all. Guys, fuck me. I know nothing that I'm ever talking about. Okay, I get roasted for this from my listeners, which okay. honestly, fair, it's constructive criticism, but they say because I just did the podcast with you guys and I feel like I've known you for 85 years now. Yeah. yeah. I, I forget that I need to introduce people, give you the origin story because oh, you were sure. like, I enjoyed listening to that and who you guys are really enjoyable, but like, who are they? And I'm like, oh yeah, they're not just like two fun girls that I found. So Maddie Scout from the OKSIS podcast and much more, give me your origin story. And I, I, I hate that. It's like, tell me fun five facts about yourself. Yeah. Like, fuck off. But like, give me a little bit of an origin story. I know you guys have a pitch. For Let's sure. Yeah. So we're 
sisters IRL. Like we are actual sisters. Um, hence the name Okay Sis podcast. Born and raised in San Diego, Jewish as fuck as you Love. can. We we both got our hair blown out from Dry Bar, so like Love. don't be deceived. Like we have curly frizzy oh, Jewish really? hair. I think yes. I would love that. You would. No. You think so? In, in, You'd in think theory. so. You'd we'll show you a picture. So. Okay, okay, okay. Maddie looked like a poodle the other day, so <laughs> I tried to um, what is it called? A uh, diffuse. Diffuse. It didn't work. I I found this girl on TikTok. Yeah. Her hair was go- like perfect curls. I'm like, right. wait, that's my hair. I was like, it looks <laughs> okay, like. First it. of all, that's, uh, that's my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, she has my hair. Yeah. I, I diffuse it, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was. I roasted oh, her on our podcast about I that. I was like, "Can we talk about that Instagram story that you posted?" Listen. Oh God. Um, okay. Sorry. Origin story. Origin story. Um, so then we started OKSIS podcast together. We four and a half years ago. Four and a half years, ago. And a half years ago. That's a long time. You we guys been, were podcast frontiers. I feel like we, everyone has podcasts now, yes. which is great and fantastic. Yeah. Room for everyone. But like four and a half years ago was when people were podcasting, podcasting. Yes. Yes. And I, I like back then, I thought it was too saturated. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, everyone has a podcast. Like, what are we going to talk about? We have a lot to say yeah. is what we've, yeah. what we've found. Yeah. We, um, we yeah. started a long, long time ago. And back then, as Matt said, Matt is like, the space is too saturated. Like four and a half years ago, which right. just proves that that is the first thing that anyone says before they start right. something, right. no matter what, what time, time it is. It is. Yeah. And and it's, it's an interesting topic too. Sorry, me interrupting. Who? Sorry. No, 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 um, but fine. like, like everyone thinks to have something good, someone yeah. has to have never done it before. Right? It's yeah. like, it's like Steve Jobs created Apple because no one had done it before. And it's like, no, you can no. create things and put your own spin on it that's been done before. And I almost didn't create a podcast. Me and my friend, Mary Carl, at the time, we were both like, there's just like, there's so many. Yeah. There's just uh, Will I be like just another podcast? Yeah. And it's like, no, you will be your own version yes. of a podcast. So I always remember what Lauren Everett Spostick, when we had her on the pod, she said, has anyone ever said like, oh, the music industry is too saturated. I'm not going to be a singer songwriter. Like, no, yeah. and it's just it's a new medium. It's your personal voice, and I that was the that was the impetus for me actually doing it. Was I looked at all the podcasts I listened to, right? And I listened to like a lot of pop like pop culture podcasts. They're all talking about the same shit, yeah, but I want their different takes 100%. on each of them. So I was like, you know what? The world needs to hear me. The world does need to hear you guys. Like <laughs> chicks in the office, the toast right. talking about the same shit. Very different very podcast different. Yeah, exactly. and hilarious in their own right. So I'm very glad totally. that you guys four and a half years ago decided to start a podcast because yeah. I love listening to you. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thanks, but you have the scout. Sorry, the scout agency. Okay, so I have scouts agency. So Mads and I started the podcast, and we. I mean, Mads wasn't floundering in her career. I was floundering in my career. Mads, like, had a job. Like, she had a real job. Okay. I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I was- She also has bipolar disorder. I had bipolar disorder. So my whole 20s were a total shit show. Dropped out of college. Had to figure that out for myself. But I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I started five million things before I started Scouts Agency. Um, But it was really the podcast, specifically the podcast industry, that sparked the idea for my agency, Scouts Agency. So we- specialize in running podcast tours for women so we take female entrepreneurs and we place them on a bunch of podcasts to tell their story it's incredible by the way i found out who you guys were from getting emails from you being like hey so it's it's genius it's it's you reaching out and making so much sense by the way like the way that you phrase things the way you're able to capture someone else's like persona and their podcast in the way that you like write it it makes me be like yeah fuck yeah I want them on my podcast and I would have never found them if not so it's basically like you're making these cold calls based on it's like your own scouts algorithm you're like who would make sense on this person's podcast would this person 
cross collaborate well on this person's yeah. podcast and that takes a lot of talent too by the way because you. you're not going to reach out to me with a sports podcast no shade no. to dugan who <laughs> is big sporty hoops gal but like i would be like i don't know what the fuck i talk about you know yeah. so like you you have a really good talent in that aspect and it, it really is you've cornered the market there because i don't know anyone else who does that thank you yeah i started that four years ago Incredible. so i because of okay sis i was like wait a minute there's some fucking power going on here and i started it on a whim, I truly like didn't have a business plan. I like I did it from a coffee shop, and I yeah. kind of just took off. And I quit my day job three months later, and now I have a team of seven and an office in San Diego. Incredible! And, awesome. so and if you cool. guys are listening to this and have a podcast, and you're like, "How do I get more promotion for my podcast? How do I cross pollinate on other people's podcasts?" I'm assuming they can reach out to yes. scouts. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So like th that is, it's incredible. Always yeah. plug, baby. She's yeah. Girl, I love, I love, we, you were so good at the plug. I mean, it's amazing. I love plug. you. Yeah. And so I'll plug Maddie's. Um, so <laughs> after I started Scouts Agency, Mads jumped into, because she's always wanted to be an entrepreneur too. Love. Um, yeah. And I will just credit OK Sis for giving her the courage to take the plunge too. Yes. And she started Queen Camber, too. which is a travel recommendations app. Yeah. Oh my gosh, cool. Yeah. So basically anytime you've texted a friend and is like, hey, I'm going to Nashville, send me your recs. Right. And you send them like the Google Doc or yeah. screenshot of the notes app and it's like just the most disjointed process basically you can house all of that on camber it's a mobile app and oh it's cute gosh. it's super it's fucking super cute. cute like i used to i mean i have my whole nashville list and city list and so i was like oh right right where was all the places i wanted to go and so wait so explain this to me because i didn't dive into the app before you guys came here sorry no nope, now i'm fine. so curious because when people tell me like i'm coming to nashville i'm like have fun bitch i don't like <laughs> oh I, yeah create a profile and then you just send them to you your, just their send profile. them the profile so i would create mine for the cities i know and love yes. yes and then like if i was going somewhere and other people do i have to know them does it have to be for my friend or it can be just a, a, a it group? could be either so you could either follow your friend and then you could filter the map by just the people you follow so cool. that you know that it's like trustworthy people yeah, yeah. or if it's like I don't know anyone here but I just like care about the Canberra community right you could open it up to anyone and mm -hmm. then it can is it see all the places. In out of country too everywhere oh my god yeah. cool because people will be yeah. like oh my gosh you guys went to send Cape Town how was it and I'm like well I mean like, like send me your rex and oh it's like oh my gosh that's fuck genius. I have to go back and like remember where or like go through my Instagram stories and well, like I have find a notes it. app on my on my uh Nashville one but I'm always like I, I feel like it's outdated this is it's so smart yeah wow yeah genius I know. just absolute smart girly pops over here Thank I you. love that yeah. okay so that is what you guys do individually and then the okay yeah. sis podcast is together yes. together I yes. love that okay so we like kind of work together but we don't work together yeah. Like I don't think Mads and I could do like like an actual like, business, like a business together. that like how that often your podcast huh? every week. Oh, your podcast week. every week. So I mean, that's working with your sister every week, though. Yeah. Yes. We do yes. it honestly. Like, if anything, it's just to like keep our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's yeah. it's like an excuse to just like call your sister every single week. Oh my it's god, so I love nice. that. I think me and my sister we're very 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 different, but we also like we can we could talk for hours if we wanted to. So if we had a podcast together, I feel like it would probably like strengthen our relationship too. Exactly. Yeah. New year, new wardrobe. However, all of y'all know I said I am trying to save shmoney in 2023. We are turning this into a finance podcast, remember? Okay, no, we're not. I'm kidding about that. But I am not kidding about an amazing shopping hack that I have for y'all. Fashion Pass. Now, Fashion Pass is amazing because it takes the commitment and the massive price tags off of amazing designer pieces. You're able to rent these gorgeous clothes and it's unlimited for a flat price. And they legit have the best brands. They got for Love and Lemons, Amanda Uprichard, Free People, Show Me Your Moo Moo, and tons more. But honestly, I'm just listing a few of my faves right there. You can swap out your items as many times a month as you want. So it feels like you're just consistently shopping and getting new clothes every week. But for literally a fraction, a sliver 
of the price. I am currently on the trendsetter plan, so I get to pick four clothing items in every order, or I could pick three clothing items and two accessories, which is usually what I tend to do because I'm just a gal that loves a funky, cool piece of jewelry or like a fun bag to make my outfit pop. I honestly, I just find myself wanting these really cool, trendy pieces because as y'all know, because I've said it time and time again, I am the consumer. I will follow a trend baby, but then I'm just like over them in like a month or two, you know, because I'm human and that's how it works. So this just saves me so, so much money in that regard. And I don't want to gatekeep it from y'all. The shipping is super fast. They handle the cleaning for you. So no worries there. Just send it back in the pre-labeled bag they give you. And also if you do fall in love with the piece and you decide, Hey, this is more of a staple than a trendy piece. You can buy it from fashion pass and they give you mega discounts towards the purchase, like legit 30 to 70% off. And every month I get a $10 purchase discount that counts towards anything I buy. I have got a killer discount code for you guys as well. If you go to fashionpass.com and use code probably at checkout, you'll get $60 off your first month so that you can try it for literally $29. That's unlimited rentals for just $29 with the code probably. You're welcome. I mean, when we think about ourselves before OK says, it's not that, I mean, you talked on our podcast about how you and your sister were fighting your we're childhood. Arch, arch, arch yeah. Mads and I weren't really like that. We were, we're three years apart and we were, we we're liked. just very different. I'm very, you know, very loud and bubbly and all this. She like kind of was depressed. Well, she was depressed <laughs> clinically. Um, and just kind of like, <laughs> I'm not just, laughing. <laughs> you're like, just no, kind of, no, clinically she was. She was like, <laughs> chemically, yes, it was. Um, so like, we just didn't vibe, I think, when we were growing up. But we navigate It wasn't that we didn't vibe. It's just that we, we were close. Like, we did things. We went yeah. to coffee shops together. Like, I... <laughs> I made you skip school with me sometimes. We were like, close. We went to coffee shops. We went to coffee like, shops. We would talk. We, it wouldn't be out of the unusual normal to not talk for like two weeks, right? Right. Like that was our relationship. Okay. And then we started OK Says and it's one, strengthen our relationship beyond. I can never, like this is my girl, right? Like Aww. I can never, I mean, we, we wouldn't be friends like if we met in I know. Life, we, were, we asked she's once, my we girl. Like, are we, would we be friends? No, you were like, we are we sisters? friends? You asked me if we were friends. I was like, we're, we're sisters. sisters. That's yeah. so funny. Um, so yeah, it's been incredible because we've deepened our relationship mm-hmm. to the point where we're so intertwined. Like I feel like my baby is the two of our babies. Um, well, baby Lily looks like me, yeah. which is a fantastic. Love. Because like yeah. she just, then I can just say it's my baby. Well, I look but at her I don't like have to wipe Madela. her. It's like Aww. a little Madela. And you, you remember know? when she was born too? Well, you were three, but still like it's like. Your little baby all over again. Oh, that's true. Yes, exactly. But so now we're super close and like we've grown up because of the podcast together. Yeah, I, I love like. that. Okay, so yeah. let's go back to when you said you were bipolar and you, yes. so navigating that, which by the way, I'm like, I could understand how navigating that in your early 20s slash like early teens yeah. is, when were you diagnosed? So I was diagnosed at the age of 20, which was 11 years ago, but I had okay. my first big episode at the age of 14. Okay. And at any point then were your parents like, we should, like my parents at one point when I was younger were like, we need to take you to a doctor. You need to be a medicine because I was like so fucking ADD. Mm-hmm. And I like threw a fit. Like what was your response when someone was like, we should see, or did you seek it yourself? Or were you like, was someone like, we should see if there's something more like serious going on here? So it, so at the age of 14, I had the first depressive episode and my behavior radically changed. Like I okay. was wearing gross sweatpants, like the matching ones, but not the cute ones. Like it wasn't cute. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. It, it was pre cute matching sweatpants. It was pre cute matching sweatpants. So I was, again, ahead of the fashion tribe. <laughs> um, we talked about this earlier. So you are always ahead. I know, I'm always ahead. So I was wearing like oversized gray sweatsuits from Target. Like I wasn't taking care of myself. It was very apparent. And um, I won't go into too much just because – 
I don't know how trigger warning you have to get around here, but it became very apparent to my school that I was doing things that I shouldn't be doing. And you can so, talk about anything. This is a okay, safe so, space, by the way. Just so you know, you can give a trigger warning, but this is the trust yeah. tree. Talk about it as much as you want. And people love to hear it. So if you yeah. feel comfortable, talk about it. I just started doing a slew of symptoms to manage it, you know, self-harm and controlling my food and stuff like that that got unhealthy. And that wasn't my issue. I was just trying to figure out how the fuck to cope with this. And so my school found out, they notified my parents and my parents were like, I guess we put her in therapy and I totally resisted it. Like the first four, I was such an asshole too. I would walk in and be like, four oh. therapists? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not oh. fucking talking to you. You know, oh. like this is dumb. And then finally I did. But honestly, in high school, I went up, I went down. It was just kind of known that I had some issues. But back then it really, honestly, like you think mental health is not talked about today. It was not talked about no, back no, then. No, 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 I agreed. And, and as a high schooler, they were always like, oh, well, maybe it's just her hormones. I only- maybe she's just a teenager this is so messed up because i was gonna be like when you were 14 you probably just thought like oh your parents were like hormones like she's right. crazy she's 13 she's, 14, she's like an angsty like, teen yeah. that's like where my head went yeah. to i'm like oh she's 13 but it's yeah. it was kind of a blessing in disguise that they did that because they didn't put me on medication for that reason and mm-hmm. i think for me personally that was the right move um it wasn't until i went away to college that i started developing a really bad sense of paranoia so i thought men were following me that they were in my house and that's when i started losing touch with reality and that's when I called my parents I was like something bigger is happening here okay and that started a two-year like dropping out of college medication getting my diagnosis 5150 outpatient programs okay and I got like the clinical years of my uh and now and now it's like which bipolar is very not I don't want to say easily manageable but it's like you can live with bipolar it used to be such a scary term there's two types the one that's like where people outright are super, you know, happy and then super sad and you can feel that. But like she has the one where that's internal. So she doesn't, well, no, no, no. right? Let me, let me, well, okay. So type one is more manic and type two yeah. is more depressed. So I get hypomanic. I don't get like full on mania episodes. So I don't go full manic psychotic. Okay. I lean towards the depressive side, but yeah. I can like boomerang back. And but, then there's people who rapid cycle and people who cycle in bigger chunks. I cycle in bigger chunks. And yours are more internal. Is that what you're saying? Than external? I I would say the way I deal with it is that like I, you could hang out with me for a week and I could be having a hard week and you probably wouldn't know about it. So she, she just like not bottles it up, but you, yeah, you wouldn't outwardly know that she's bipolar. Yeah. 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 Did you feel any sort of like guilt at all when like I should have known sooner? I didn't, I didn't recognize this because if you said you could be having a manic episode and you wouldn't know. Yeah. Did you feel any as her sister? Like, how could, how do I not know this? Or were you like, I knew. So I actually, and we've said this a lot on the pod, like I thought depression was something that you could just fix or change. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think it was a disease. I think a lot of people don't Most, realize that it's chemical. Right. It took a lot because I luckily don't suffer from depression and you don't realize that it's a chemical imbalance in the brain. Right. Like, and we are lucky to live in the day and age we do now that like there's help for these things. There's yeah. professionals, medical professionals, there's, you know, drugs that you can't, I don't, drugs, what do you call it? Like meds, sub, meds, yeah, meds sorry, yeah. medicine. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a literal chemical in yeah. your brain and it's no one's fault. I mean, right. it's not like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So growing up, I, I had a lot of anger towards her. Cause I was like, I always had to be the happy one or like my, and back then my mental health, I also kind of swept a lot under the rug. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm the one that's optimistic. I'm the one that's funny and like out mm-hmm. there. And that's kind of like the role that I played in our family, which caught up to me like in my early well, 20s so, like you weren't the mentally ill one but back then people didn't realize that mental health was just for everybody right, so, right. Like, everyone yeah. can be, everyone should be in fucking therapy and yeah. so I remember being like oh I'm fine I'm fine and I, I used to tell her I'm like well just be happy like fix it like hello like just show up like just 
decide to wake up and obviously now i know that that must have been some sort of just like internalized anger or resentment and i i think we had a really rocky relationship during that time because i just didn't understand in my 20s my parents were giving me a lot more attention because right you know like she says that people outwardly wouldn't know but the family knew because that's when i would take the mask off and like totally have crazy fits at the house yeah so i mean and subconsciously mom and dad were paying way more attention to me at that point than right. you and I'm sure that that hit like I remember calling her it was her day of her graduation but I was 5150 the day before what does uh, that mean by the way I'm sorry it means that they put you on an involuntary hold so you don't have it's you're, you're deemed a threat to yourself in society and so they basically put you away in a psych ward for 72 hours and you have like no rights like you are put okay, in there I know what you're talking about why do they call it 5150 I have no idea good question but it does okay. roll off the tongue nicely so it does. I've said like, it a lot it sounded like an, a nice little facility <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like no it wasn't no, nice Shannon <laughs> it wasn't nice but my <laughs> dad bought me ward. sushi like everyone bought me like, my dad literally like brought me like home cooked meals smuggled in sushi yeah. that's really but kind I know it was oh um, no God. one liked me for that but I called Mads the day of her graduation I weaseled my way out and got to her graduation and I was like I'm in the hospital but I'm so sorry and she was like I don't what I don't get it like why yeah, like are I, you in I, a hospital like what is going on like she didn't understand that it was like a, a condi- like, 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 yeah. like that you needed medical attention not right. just yeah. like wake up on the right side of the bed tomorrow sure. like you can do it like yeah. exactly. it's, it's a con- I think now people are more understanding of it for sure and like you even said you're like I don't know how much I can say I'm like oh my god say everything everyone yeah. talking about it is so helpful because right. it like crushes the stigma of it because you don't realize that people are going to hospitals and stuff for this they're not just you know, it's yeah it's and, not and just someone being in a bad mood right or having mood swings exactly. yeah and like to everyone listening I always like to end or or also mention that there is a lot more in your control than your therapist or your doctor or your family and friends are going to lead on they are going to lead from fear and from basically healing myself over the last 10 years mm-hmm. there's so much more in your control and it really is the biggest superpower if you learn to harness that correctly and you learn to really really take care of yourself in a radical way um so just She's in case not on meds any- anymore really no they told me that I wouldn't be able to carry my child because I wouldn't be able to be off meds and deal with um the hormones of pregnancy and so I realized that I was being limited because they were afraid of who I was and I decided that no one gets to limit what yeah. you really are capable of. So I went off meds. So I, this is the part that gets me emotional. No, I, I, my baby. I can get emotional. It's, it's, I can't, I mean, I didn't realize that you couldn't be on those meds and have the meds pregnant. that I was on. The only ones that worked because I went through like a slew of medication. The only ones that worked for me, they didn't have enough case Trials. studies for yeah. pregnancy. So, um, but I went off at almost three years ago and I'm, I'm not planning on going back on. So, and you have a four month old. So like, this is all very raw and real. Like you're holding Mm -hmm. your infant baby and you're like, this wouldn't be possible if I didn't believe in myself. And like you just said, decide that no one gets to be afraid of who I am. If if I'm not afraid of me, then like no one else gets to be either. Like take your life back. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I love that. It's really encouraging. And I think if you're on medicine and you know that you need to be on medicine right now, stay on it. Absolutely. Look at your doctors, do everything. But it's really, I think if anyone's listening to this in the same situation, inspiring to hear that you can you have an option yes 100% for sure I'm sure it's not easy I'm sure you had to work really hard at it but I I mean that's really really encouraging yeah and I mean we all work really hard at everything right like Mads works really hard at her mindset and her mental health today it's something that I think in today's age we all get to take ownership of regardless of if you have a diagnosis or not yeah totally yeah it's something like I never thought I would be 
so in tune with mental health and mindsets and spirituality like that felt so not yeah she says the universe sometimes I don't, you're wild me. before I used to be like the universe and now I'm like bitch the universe is all that- has my back like it yeah, is here true. <laughs> my, my best friend Anna Grace she's very very spiritual she's yeah. like very universal I swear I always say that she's like 800 years old her soul has like yeah. traveled and traveled and traveled I'm I'm honestly sad this like you know she her star might burst after this she just traveled so many lives yeah and she's a wealth of knowledge but she's very spiritual and I used yeah. to literally be like oh the I used to be saying I'm like the universe told you that uh. but now I'm like totally I'm like you I'm like a changed woman I'm changed woman yeah. manifestation we are yes we fucking we love it all I agree we love it all I love that okay yeah. that was so so powerful thank you for telling that story too by the way and I want to take the largest shift ever because <laughs> oh I thought you were gonna say the largest shit ever I was like I did just have coffee sense. I had coffee didn't eat we were all, we were both saying that we were both all three of us were saying we felt like we were on the moon yeah like halfway still through there. yeah I am still kind of floating still there um I just only had coffee I didn't eat a single thing and I've yeah. been up since 5 30 so I've had a lot of coffee I don't know if y'all ate this morning did we y'all had, like, I had a croissant? biscuit like a little I had nothing a biscuit I want huevos rancheros Ooh, we'll yum. get there we'll get Get there. Yeah. We're gonna go to East Nashville because we're hipsters. You're crazy. You guys okay. should. You'll fit in. Maybe I'll it. get a mimosa. Um, you're out of control. I know. I am. Like that. This is Nashville <laughs> is Scout. This is Nashville Scout. Scout. Who is she? <laughs> no, I was saying I like felt like I was like on the halfway through their podcast. I was like, I'm sorry. Does anyone else feel like they're on the fucking okay. moon? <laughs> like I because Shannon I've done moon? I've done meth before. <gasps> oh by, my god. By Wait. accident. But I, okay. I, I oh. kind of similar feeling. Like I literally felt like I was on meth. Wait, can I did it by wait, Have you have you, you already talked about this on the pod? Yeah, I think I've told the story on the podcast. I'm my Courtney. Yeah, okay, I always retell so. stories. People get so annoyed. They're like, you tell the same stories over and over. You always okay. interrupt people. But I basically um, thought I was. I did take drugs from a bathroom attendant, which is like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was in Tulum. We oh. took. Uh, oh, yeah. Mo- you know that you like go to the they, bathroom. They're like, like cocaine, 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 cocaine. That wasn't like that wasn't what Tulum was five years ago. I went on my honeymoon five years ago. Trendsetter, and there was no cocaine in the bathroom well, it wasn't like the right cartel, the no cartel. we went to the same places that we went last time i was like why the fuck are oh, there the girls cartel, in tight the dresses has, with bottles well the guy- <laughs> oh that wasn't thing tulum did blow up i think in the last it like five years vegas it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah, vegas. yeah it and did. the cartel completely take, took it over we were going over, to the bathroom yeah. like cocaine, cocaine. I, was I was like, like no no like, wait is this the bathroom <laughs> i uh we went to tulum two years ago and then the day after we left there was a shooting at the club we were at the night club we were at there was I, a shooting as we drove by wait, we the might have been in tulum at the same time maybe when did you go might be more common than we think when um, did you go shoot i went two. la two two years ago in october we were in september two years ago we just missed each other so, w- so there was a shooting it was, it was well. there was a shooting when we were there too no no so. no. i think i went september or october i was just ru- wait like, we literally were probably the same one we were probably same good i hope that i hope they've gone down in numbers for the shootings i really do i yes, hope that was too. the same one i hope it was uh, really but truly. i did i thought i was taking molly i'd never done molly before so mm. therefore when i took the meth i was like i guess this is what molly's supposed to feel like and oh, it was no. not a vibe how did you know that it was meth we were it's not a vibe it was not a vibe you were up for like two days everyone had done molly before and was like this is not fucking molly and then i went to the doctor when i got back and didn't care because i'm me and i was like take my blood and tell me what i did and they literally did a blood test on me and tested me for everything they're like there was absolutely zero mdma in your system oh my god but you did do meth and i was like except for they like weren't chill about it they were like really concerned and like i I mean i thought i was gonna get in trouble i was like i can't get in trouble right well (laughs) like you're not gonna call my mom right what happened after coachella because you did it outside of this country yeah i do for you but they kind of were acting like i was gonna get in trouble i was like shut up you can't Rhonda. get it. I don't think Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda, truly Rhonda. I was at um I was at Coachella and I I I did Molly at Coachella and then I 
when I came back, I thought I was dying. Like I was like, so like, I went to the, down, yeah. I went to the doctors. I was like, I was like, they're like, okay, what did you do? And I yeah. just had to tell them everything. And I was like, I did some shrooms and I did some volume. Like, what, what's going to happen? Like, so I was like, I feel like I'm a shot. Ha- I was like, I have a heart murmur. Like I have, I'm having a heart attack. And they were like, no, you just did Molly. Like you go home. You just did drugs at Coachella, bitch. Yeah, like go, please go home take and take a nap. It feels like to come down from mania, yeah, by I was the way. Like, I was like, look <laughs> at it. You got, look, more in common than More we in common think. than we think. No, they're like, take the tinsel out of your hair and the feathers off yeah. your boof hole. You just said Molly at Coachella. Like, yeah, yeah. like, did you go to Coachella? I was did like, you go like to Coachella? did you go to Coachella? You still have a flash tat on. You're like, no. <laughs> yes. Those are so outdated. But remember when flash tats were yes. all the rage? Oh, yes. my God. It's me, your favorite grocery store hater. I am simply just not trying to be in a crowded grocery store, inevitably buying loads and loads of food that I don't need and won't end up using. So I've been using Factor to get fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals delivered right to my door. I mean, legit, you guys, in less than two minutes, they are heated up and ready to devour and you didn't have to cook it yourself, which is just so great. And here's the thing. Honestly, no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. They've got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And for bulking season, baby, Factor got protein plus meals on the menu each week. You already know those are James' favorites, obviously. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients that you need to feel satisfied all day long because you're actually eating good, clean, healthy food. I always feel fuller longer when I'm eating like legit good food. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, it's restaurant quality. One of my favorite things about Factor's chef prepared meals is they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like on the packaging, there's a photo and a little bio. It's just so cool to me. It makes you feel like the chef just came to your house to make it. They've also got great add-ons for snacks like quick bikes, smoothies, juices, and tons more. You can also add protein if you want to, to like a veggie or vegan dish. If it doesn't have meat on it already, you can just slap it on there if you want to switch it up. The options are endless. Factor is making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less. And you already know that I hooked it up with a discount code for y'all. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Head to factormeals.com slash probably 50 and use code probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code probably 50 at factormeals.com slash probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. Okay, so I wanted to shift, not take yes. a shit, and we're not on the moon, but this is how quickly my like brain goes. But I wanted to shift because I literally, I don't talk about this enough on my podcast, and I loved mm. that y'all's episode is coming out next week, so it can stay current, which is nice. Okay. I'm not like stockpiling these episodes. So I love that whenever we did, producer Courtney reached out and was like, um, what are some talking points? You guys were like pop culture. Okay, I sure. never, I feel like I never talk about pop culture, and I would like, I love to, when I go on the toast with like Claudia or anything like that, or any podcast where we talk about pop culture I forget how much I'm literally obsessed with other people yeah like I really am fixated on pop culture and I guess I just really only talk about it sometimes with Taylor most times she doesn't really know what I'm fucking talking about like she didn't know who Alex Earl was I was like okay yeah what are some like pop culture things that you guys are currently fixated on okay we should edit that talking point to say that Maddie's really great at pop culture and I ask questions it's like it's like it's where I go I don't don't need to go to e-news I just go to the podcast and I listen and then I know yeah so I'm trying to think of like something that's happening right now I mean Rihanna was such a Oh, Rihanna. Which was like amazing. Let's talk about Riri. Riri, the Super Bowl was incredible. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I actually okay. didn't watch her performance either. But Wait, that's a me like thing. Fuck is I watched it later. I didn't watch it live. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. okay. I, didn't, okay. I, didn't, I didn't have, ca- I don't now, have cable. Wh- okay, but like, what was your what was your vibe with it? Because people, I'm shocked that people were like, uh, she did too little. Like, okay. it was not exciting enough. I was like, 
what i thought it was perfect i saw it post which i feel like now i have this like biased opinion because i didn't obviously after when i saw it i had already seen all the headlines that she's pregnant whatever and then i seen all the headlines saying like it was boring so i went in being like knowing what everyone said off the get-go and i personally but i also i if you love rihanna then you loved that performance Right. right If you maybe, I'm trying to think devil's advocate, if you maybe don't know who she is and you've just watched Super Bowl performances, then you're like, she didn't really like, you know, fireworks. The only thing that I do wish, I will say, and I know know I'll get some shade for this. I do wish she brought a guest out just because I only, I feel like that's so iconic for the Super Bowl. These iconic singers bring out an iconic guest and it's just fucking iconic. And you're just like, iconic. And she didn't bring a guest out. And I know the whole vibe was like, this is my guest, but it's like, right. You can't like, like sing out, you know what I mean? Yet. So like, right. I wish you brought a guest out, but I personally love Rihanna. So personally, I was losing my fucking mind. I mean, obsessed. she's D-Gath. Like that is her vibe. Like she doesn't yeah. give a fuck. So true. Did you know that they don't, you don't get paid for doing? I did know that. Like yeah, I guess you have like a budget for paying I, everyone else, but the singer, I guess. Yeah. So my question, do you know the answer to this? Do but they don't have to pay for the production, no. right? No. So like no. Apple paid for everything okay. because it was now Apple halftime show, not Pepsi. This was like the yeah, first time it's a big thing. Shut up. Yeah. And so they pay for everything, but they don't pay for the the celebrity. Who's it's drinking so Pepsi. Crazy. No one. That's why Apple they Music upped is the, now. They upped the... First of all, wait, listen to this. Before, it was $25 million for Pepsi to pay for the halftime show, which I think was very low. That's very low. I, That's incredibly low. And then, low. so they upped Inflation. The, yeah, so Inflation. They, uh, so they upped it to $50 million. This is a finance and, podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah. this, is, this is finance 101. I mean, that makes sense because the room rates at the Parker have gone up double in the last five years, so it only makes sense that the Super Bowl would double their rates, too. I also... Shout out to the Parker. Okay. Fuck off. Um, okay. Truly. Lower your rates, okay? Truly. I, I think also Apple probably had to come in strong being like, yeah. oh, well, they had to y'all them. do 25, we'll do 50. 50. Oh, for like, sure. Like their first hitter had yeah, to be like. Yeah, They were just like, yeah, we'll fucking pay 50 mil. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. Pepsi's like, wait, I'm wait, wait, Pepsi. hold on. <laughs> like, I can't. When people say Pepsi or Coke, no one's being like, Pepsi. Pe- exactly. Like, when someone's like, sorry, we only have Pepsi products, no one's like, thank God for that. I would love a Mountain Dew. Like, no one's saying that. I know, yeah. I know. So, yeah, it was an Apple production. Um, I thought it was stellar can i give a pop culture update that i'm obsessed with right now oh oh i would love to please because i don't it's not really like news about this person it's just that i love this person and it's weird and i don't know what to do about it no i like i like odd obsessions i get down i get really fixated on people yeah yeah so um i'm like whenever i listen to a jack carlo song i'm like this guy is so sexy but like when i see him i'm like wait what are you anti Scout, no, it's just so precious because that is like such old news. Like everyone's <laughs> everyone's obsessed with Jack Harlow. Everyone doesn't Wait, know. No, I know everyone, that. And everyone doesn't know why. Like everyone's, everyone's like, why, dude? Oh. Why is this man hot? Oh. Everyone suffers the same fate and oh, infatuation. So I, I have something yes. in common it's with not the collective. A hot, it's not a hot take. Not a hot everyone take. is so perplexed why they're obsessed with him, why they want to fuck him. They're like, like, why do I want him to be my hall pass? But he's, you know what it is? He's so fucking smooth. He's just like this. He's like even keeled. He's like first class. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, sure. Let's go. And he's also like, you know why I think people got really infatuated with him? Like, uh, I hope Jack Harlow doesn't listen to this podcast. I hope he does. Because I don't say shit like this. And so he should be honored. No, what I'm going to say is like not maybe the next thing in the world. But I think people became infatuated with him in the beginning because he seems obtainable. Almost everyone feels like they could probably get with Jack Harlow. So that's that's my strategy with my celebrity crushes is all of them are like, it could happen. Would get with you back. So, I, I'm like that. So let's let's go through them. Bill Hader. Who's that? 
Oh my god. We're having an issue here. I mean, I'm Bill Hader is Bill you Hader. Know Bill Hader. Dude, okay, wait, I might when I wait, wait, we have to tell Shannon. So Maddie is so obsessed with Bill Hader, you're gonna look him up and die. I email with his publicist like <laughs> we, twice a year. So we don't have men, we don't have men on the pod. Office. No, no. That's, that's John You're worse than me. <laughs> no, that's that's Dwight. So he people always think that Bill Hader is Dwight. Oh, no, that's terrible. People always think that Bill Hader oh, no. is. So it's, not. No, it's, not. it's a very it's different dad. person. Bill Hader's hot. So Who Bill Hader Bill Hader's daddy. He, Ew, don't, please don't say that. Okay, I'm What was he in? Okay. He's uh, on SNL. He was in Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. I must always see him on SNL. I'm like, he, I definitely see him everywhere. He dated Rachel Bilson for a little bit. And then Anna and, Kendrick. And then Anna Kendrick. And he is just, what the thing is, he was going to be our first male guest. Shut up. Cool. No, no, no like so in our we heads. Like, in our heads. Sorry. Okay. No, <laughs> So I email his publicist <laughs> twice a year, and I'm like, just following up on that conversation and that we had. And he always responds. He responds within 12 hours. That's and he says, so nice. Sorry, Bill is still unavailable. Bill is still <laughs> sorry, emotionally unavailable I and will never be available for this interview. Is he currently single? Oh, you have a boyfriend. But your boyfriend says you have a mustache. So maybe no. you should date Bill Hader. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so no, go back to their podcast. So the thing listen. is, so me and my boyfriend have hall passes, obviously. Mine is Bill Hader, so okay. it, it's, like, very easily attainable. Also, Timothy Chalamet, which I don't think is easily attainable, but people think that I, I can I get like him be because he looks like a Timothy small child. Like, yes. I'm just – I don't get the allure. I oh, get it if you're, like, 14. I, I could – What is – what is the name of this? So everyone always asks my hall pass. And okay. then I always have, I, I swear the universe does this on purpose to make me look fucking stupid, but I always have this immediate uh, brain glitch. Yeah. And I forget. And then people are like, he obviously is not your uh, hall what pass. Movie but then I just remembered his name just now as I said that. So okay. I used to say, this is frustrating to me because I was much like Scout. I was a trendsetter. I used to say this. And my dear friend Dugan is here and she can attest to this. Everyone, when they're like, who's your celebrity crush? Who's your hall pass? I would always say Miles Teller. To oh. which people would always go, yeah. who's that? And then they'd look him up and go, ham? And I'm like, you don't get it? Like, he's literally like funny, hot, obtainable. I feel like we could totally get together. Yeah, but he and he's seems got a like, wife. he kind of feels like, that's the guy from Top Gun, right? Yes. Yes, but then Top Gun came out and then now so some, other, some other muscly uh boxing movie he was in and then there was like another sure. thing and everyone's like he's so hot and I was like first of all fuck off I was I was a Miles Teller OG as well I was like he looks five, like the guy he ago. looks like the guy who was like at the frat like he looks like yeah, yeah, yeah but I love that yeah, yeah but they're everywhere love and I like, love so I, I missed when he had like more of a dad bod so that's kind of my mm. like I don't I want like this evolution I don't like we don't abs. like super like we don't like jacked Oh, my boyfriend's literally like a like we like John yeah, Krasinski yeah. before John he Krasinski the Private Office. Ryan John Krasinski. Oh, I love Private Ryan. Isn't he in Private Ryan? Ryan. No, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Saving Obsessed. Private Ryan is a Holocaust movie. It is. It Wait. is. Can't remember it like that. <laughs> I know it is not a Holocaust movie, Maddie, whatsoever. Oh Sorry, my gosh. we know all the Holocaust movies because our parents are like experts in Holocaust education. Wait, so they we are? Know, yeah, yeah. We I want them on the podcast. I really. <laughs> you want to what? She wants I want them on the podcast. I I, oh, did okay. a, I did a play about the Holocaust in seventh grade. What was, wait, what's the play? The play's called I Never Saw Another Butterfly. Oh, and I, I and was also in that play. You were? I was well, we Raja. had a butterfly wall Bitch, I was a star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I but, was the star. I was, but I got so interested in it. And, oh. and the Holocaust is talked about actually. I think a little bit more in my school. We learned for sure about it. I feel like the education could always be much, much, much more. Oh, yeah. But I, and I don't know if they've cut some curriculum now, but back then we definitely learned about it, right? But then we were having like Willy Wonka. We were having like all these like plays and then we had a new um, musical director come in 
And was like, you're going to do a play about the Holocaust. And everyone was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, I want to know more. And she made anyone that wanted to audition for the play. She made us read the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah. She yeah. made us like really. And I, I was like very, very like into reading as much and learning as much as I oh could about God. it. Yeah. And I, it, it switched from me wanting the part in the play to me just like genuinely being like, I can't believe this fucking happened. And then realizing they don't teach it to us like this. Like oh, yeah. they don't sugarcoat it, but they definitely yeah. just kind of like tell you. And then you move on to the next. Episode. How old were you? In seventh grade. So, yeah. so we went to grade. Jewish school. So, so I was it was very ingrained this, in us. Yeah, yeah, I was just having this conversation actually with my sister-in-law because we went to Jewish school. So they ingrained it in us very young. And I actually remember not being able to like emotionally handle it. I think they, I think they, they taught it to us too much like like the highest extent like when we were like eight like it was too yeah. much like they I, would show us like it was a yeah. lot of footage and, i like, remember so. wanting to watch schindler's list because i was on my yeah. like just crusade to learn more and more about the holocaust oh and my, my parents were like no and oh. I was like, because yeah, I was in seventh grade, yeah, I was like, there's this movie really list dark. that I want to watch. And my mom was like, you're not watching that. I think and she I, I'm literally like shook. I can't believe Wait, it. So you are our parents. Our, our parents are, they are literally like the expert, experts. Like, like they you, create museums for uh, like stuff Holocaust, for museums. So and, I went to, we took a, a school trip, which where the fuck my school got the funding for this? I think we must have had to pay for it. Like parents individually had to pay for it. I don't know. Yeah. But we went to New York, which yeah. is like a feat. But we went, right. in, we went ready for this in buses. We didn't fly from you, from, Charles, South from South Carolina. Yeah, so we were in this I'm like charter bus. I have no idea how far away that it's is. It's far. It's okay. like a, twelve hours. So oh, we geez. went in a charter bus, and we but we and then we stayed at like the Marriott Marquis, which was like fabulous at the time. Right. I don't know if it still is or what, but to, to a seventh grader, it was fucking cool. Yeah. And then um, we went part of the, because that year we did the play. Part of it was we went to the Holocaust Museum, which I think now is a mass genocide museum. It's, yeah. They've, yeah. they've yeah. switched they it. it. Sounds really dark, but I think they've switched it to like incorporate all genocides. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, but at the time it was just the Holocaust Museum and it was, that was really jarring for a, like all of us were crying. I remember it was like, but, but then you wonder, you're like, is this good that mm -hmm. we're learning this? But like you get to a point where you're like, is that, is seventh grade old enough to really yeah. be seeing things like this? Because there's yeah. one floor where they just talk about the the medical things that were the tests that they were running on these human beings yeah. that were horrible, oh, horrible. Yeah. So it's like, and they showed a lot of the footage. And I remember being like, I like I couldn't really process it at that point. Like yeah. things to that Yeah, they level. were doing that test at like age eight. Yeah. Age eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, were, in elementary school, we like fully knew what the Holocaust was. And like wow. saw all the. But it's probably because, you know, we're Jewish and we went to Jewish schools and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm torn because I guess I see. I'm like, yeah, you should like they should know the the like depths yeah. of this. But then it's like, I think, yeah, they right. so I, think I think eighth grade uh, is like the minimum, I would say that yeah. people should really go into depth. Mm -hmm. But we should connect you with our parents because our parents oh, they, have a very they will they will they shut the fuck up about the Holocaust. Our entire house is just like Nazi books and like Everywhere. things on Hitler, <laughs> like because they are so it's they are super so, warm. No, no, <laughs> no literally it'll be like. Hitler's Third Reich, and I'm like, oh my god! No. Like when we go on vacation, we have to be like, no please. Holocaust talk. Like we're no, not. Like, and then what do they do? They took us to Berlin, and everywhere. And we're we literally, went. he's like, this is where Hitler's bunker was. And, and I was like, like, mom, you promised us that we wouldn't do anything Holocaust. You guys, you had to know you're going to Berlin. I know. We were like, no Holocaust, <laughs> please. We're going to Germany, but absolutely no Holocaust talk, please. Like, I know. Did you know what we were gonna do? I know. They so yeah, they're very involved. Raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by a horribly fitted bra. Like memories unlocked immediately of younger Shannon trying desperately to find a bra that didn't look and feel like it was trying to trap her little tots in a steel cage. And listen, I'm a member of the itty bitty titty committee and I still feel this struggle. 
Like no one is safe, okay? But gone are those days, thank the Lord, because Third Love has created the most magically fitting bras ever. You guys, I'm serious. Specifically, their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. It is chef's kiss. Like when I have a perfect little white tee and I want that perfect thing to go underneath it, they've done just that. It doesn't show at all. Like it's literally invisible under your clothes and the straps stay put because I can't stand when you're yanking at those things all day. They have legit over 60 sizes so everyone can find their fit. And my favorite thing about third love is that they come in half sizes because even my little gals, they need that little extra sizing option. Honestly, I've always been like right in between a size. So this is really, really amazing for people that are struggling with that. Also, there's nothing better than just feeling confident in your clothes because your bra actually fits you underneath them. So they've got a fitting room quiz that has helped over 20 million women find their true bra size. Third Love also, by the way, is the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S., partnering with organizations to donate over 50 million worth of bras to help people in need. I love, 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 love that about them. So ladies, it's time to ditch the bad bras and get one that makes you look and feel great. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash probably. That's 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash probably. Our stepdad wasn't born Jewish, but he had like a very, he was really, really, he's you, like, I need to learn more. And he became an expert. And, and so yeah. it should come on the podcast. It's hard to, oh, you're, so your stepdad was not Jewish and he became, yeah. you, I, I tote this line all the time. I've actually talked to Claudia about this where mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't ever want to use words like I'm obsessed with. Cause like, you don't want to no, say you're obsessed you're, you're, with the Holocaust. No, no, no. Like, you're obsessed listen, with, we're, with learning about. Yeah. We're, I, I think if someone takes that in the wrong context, they need to think about what yeah, the fuck they're thinking about. You know, like, we understand what you're trying to say. You're as a cultural as a, and a I, historical moment. You're like horrified that it happened. Right. I yeah, can't yeah, believe yeah. it happened. I can't believe there are literal idiots out there that say it didn't happen. Oh, there I is know. like, can't even talk about it. Don't even want to give that the fucking space on the right. podcast. Yeah, 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 but yeah. like, I, I really genuinely, I, I sometimes feel bad for wanting to know so much about it. But Claudia's like, no, no education so on good. Yeah. like Jewish culture and the Holocaust is important. Like yeah, it sure. is. So anyway, oh, honestly, sure. honestly, just from like a historical and society standpoint, because I feel like, when you study things like the Holocaust, you can study how something like that happened. So you can find the warning signs within other societies totally. to make sure yeah. that one person doesn't brainwash an entire country right. and put intense systems in place to really do something that terrible. Perfect. So it's, yeah. a, it's a good it's thing a good to thing educate to yourself yeah. on it for sure. How that, did we start talking about the Holocaust? Gosh, um, I just oh, don't know. saving private. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, okay, which by the way, don't think it's a no. Holocaust it's a movie. it's but not. It's, it a, World it's a World War II, II movie, which but is the Holocaust. It's not a Holocaust movie. It's I think it's a it's like a World, a World War, II. War II England American. <laughs> Isn't Tom Hanks in it? Yes. Okay. It's a war movie. It's okay. not a Hol- It's okay. an American war it's movie. It's a war movie. Okay. 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 Anyways, but so yes, our parents are deeply embedded in Holocaust wow. culture. Wow. Okay. So they can come on. They can come yeah, on. I'm like, I, I would, you I'm will just, like die over them. You'll you need love to come. So wait, wait. Next time you're in LA. Are you in LA? LA soon? Yeah. Okay. okay so come to Shabbat. Shabbat. I always say yeah. Yeah. You're just like sure. <laughs> you're I've gonna never come been to Shabbat. Oh. We're going to have so much fun. I have so many more Jewish friends now that I lived in New York for a little bit or yeah. was in New York for a little bit at least. Yeah. Like, I, yes. Come to Shabbat. Our our mom is like Nancy Myers vibes. Like, she's like so chic. And like, oh, she I makes love. like, she's just, it's the best vibe. Um, are, do, Is it not that unusual for people that aren't Jewish to go to Shabbat? Yeah. All oh, of our friends do. All our friends, yeah. Okay, no one's, like, no one's like, no, they're not Jewish. No, like, no, no. It's no, not no, like no, that. Literally no. in college, all my friends would come to Shabbat with me because they gave a free 
wine and stuff nice. and so we'd all have shabbat dinner like pre-game at, get you on the college yeah. campus <laughs> they're just like come we'll bring you free wine and free food I and love, so like all my friends were like wait are we going to shabbat tonight and i'm like yeah yeah i love that the rabbis are like we know how to get them yeah, yeah. oh for sure they used to put like vodka on the table stop yeah. but that's but that's like a rabbi thing like whenever you go yeah. to shabbat at a rabbi's house i mean it's like shots like it's just yeah. really it's a mitzvah yeah, to drink shit. i'm pretty sure I would hope so. Well, are you guys drinking at bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs? Hun- well, no. when we were there. <laughs> no. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> when we were that age? No. no. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, because we were, at the age of 13, we were in eighth grade, which means we were going to the Jewish Academy. And so it's a small, small community. I mean, I did not know someone who wasn't Jewish until I was 18. Like, I really? only grew up with Jewish people. And it's such yeah. a small. Is your husband Jewish? Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's such a small group of people. And then the like our my friend's parents were friends with my parents so it was even more always together tight knit yeah 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 and so in eighth grade I mean listen we got into some shit in high school but we were PG in eighth grade because first of all eighth grade was my party like highlight because I literally sometimes had three bat mitzvahs or bar mitzvahs to go to a week right Taylor my best friend Taylor I don't know like well I know she grew up in Alabama but there was I guess like a large Jewish community really? nearby which I don't, yeah. I don't know why but like Alabama isn't screaming Jewish to me but <laughs> no, absolutely not. not but like but so I don't I don't mean to be rude there but I'm like wait no. how, how does the story honestly there's Jews everywhere it's really crazy Every, there's a song <laughs> there's a song should we say yeah it? there's a song, What's they, a song? They, they, when you're like in the camp they sing it to you they go no no not in the camp no like, when like, you go to Jewish camp when you go wherever you go there's always someone Jewish you're never alone when you say you're Literally a cult. And when Literally a cult. And there's someone kind of newish. The odds are to look far because they're Jewish too. Da 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 creepiest song I've ever heard. Amsterdam, Disneyland. No. It's endearing. But, but it's like giving cult. No, it's giving when you walk into a sorority house on a big campus yeah. and they're like, we're Delta Chi, we're Delta Chi. You can come and join us. We're the sisterhood. And you're like, I'm scared, but I want to join. It's like, yeah. yeah. We're I just Jews learn. walking around singing that. We were like, okay, we were, okay, but we were six years old, six years old. Okay, wait. It's a kid song. Okay, wait. So oh, your okay. friend six is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not like thirteen, like <laughs> running around singing this. Yeah. Okay, so your friend it's is in also Alabama. Really like slow song. It was like wherever you go. <laughs> I don't know if y'all were making your voices sound like that, but that was kind of weird. <laughs> Literally, like this whole fucking interview, yes. I'm like, God damn, this clip is going to not go well on <laughs> no, TikTok. No, I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Okay. I really oh, yeah. Okay, so your your friend is in Alabama and there's Jews oh, nearby. Oh, she said bat mitzvahs were the best part, highlight of her life. Because she oh, was yeah. always, she was like, you get to stay out till 11 p.m., which is like late when you're yeah. in eighth grade. And like, people everyone's throw dancing. down for the bat She's oh, like, we're yeah. literally in grind lines. Like, grind we're just grind having lines. so much yeah. fun. Grinding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's I only went to one mini wedding. It's a mini wedding. I had like three mini weddings every weekend. Yeah, that's so nice. I went to one and it was like the coolest thing I've ever had like a chocolate fountain. I just, yep. I grew up like with not a lot of money. So I remember I kept looking at my mom going, how much was that? And she was like, I don't know. And then like, yeah. I would be like, how much did they pay for that? And my mom's like, I, Chana, it's a bum. It's but like, yeah. people spend their yeah. whole like lives yeah. preparing for this moment. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I remember the craziest thing that ever happened at a bar mitzvah that I went to is some girl gave a guy a hand job underneath <gasps> the table, but that's about it. That's like the only thing that's that was that crazy. crazy. It wasn't that bad. Amsterdam, oh, Disneyland, <laughs> everyone's getting hand jobs under tables everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they might not be Jewish, but everyone's doing that oh everywhere. Okay. Oh my god. Also, oh my god. you guys, we do have to cut this one a little bit short. I'm yeah, about to get on fine. the um, aeroplane. Yeah, you're I'm going to, to a world that I don't even fucking yeah, know. I, I couldn't pageant. even tell you one thing about this pageant world. About a pageant? Yeah. I'm going to interview both in one. You can be married and have kids. You used to not be able to be married and have kids. Excuse me? You so used I'm out. To be a, no, now you can. They changed the rules. 
it used to be to compete at Miss USA, like Miss South Carolina USA, Miss North Carolina USA, whatever. You couldn't be married and you couldn't have kids. And I guess the thought process behind that was like you won't be able to give your all to the title. Uh, I guess. I, th- I think it's a little bit of a like a, a maiden vibe. Like yeah, you're young sure. and you're like yes. maybe a virgin, but you're not. Yeah, like let's be fucking real. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's but, like a purity, I think, might mm-hmm. be. I don't know what it is, but it's probably something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so anyways, that used to be the shtick. And then it used to be, I think the age limit was 26, 27. Oh, wow. Now they've raised that too. So now I think oh, it's good. like 29 maybe I'm still she's cut. I'm an she's old cut. married mother you're an old maid no you're a male you literally look 12 by the way I, I know, know if that's an insult but like you you and Timothy Chalamet y'all could <laughs> oh my god y'all wow. both look 14 you know what when I used to be smoking cigarettes all the time oh my god I love that, that about you I, I, honestly, I shouldn't but I do honestly so, favorite part so about like me emo. Like, she was like so much miss, miss my cigarette days like Mm, like she, she was like one of those you. bullshit she's like it's so romantic like, it, I'll have a cup of black coffee it was romantic oh, I'm like get romantic. the fuck also so I'll be at a, no, no, I was at a party and like I get anxiety so I'd be like I'm just gonna smoke a cigarette and then I would just like disappear it was the yeah, best yeah that is nice um, where was I going with that um, so, uh, MILF energy Timothy Chalamet oh so when I would buy cigarettes at the age of like 23 22 oh this was when you had to be 18 to buy cigarettes. I need to be 21. They're like, oh, you do have to be 21 oh, now. You have to be 21 oh, now. You have to be 21 now. Which, like, I don't know really? what happens to the 19 year olds who are addicted. Um, so I would go in and they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're they're like, so fucked. They're fucked. They're totally Those fucked. poor kids. My my. my- Wait, first of all, they're fucked anyways. Don't smoke cigarettes. But like, yeah, don't my, smoke cigarettes. My mom's little brother, so my uncle, he was, you know, the drinking age used to be 18? And yeah. then they switched it to 20. In his. And then they switched it back to 18. And then they went to 21. But he was in that limbo. Oh. And, and he literally was like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, bars, no bars. Sucks. And I, I was like, that would have sucked. Yeah. That, that would have been really sad. Yeah, but they would ID you all the time. Oh, yeah. They were like, you're 14. I was like, I'm 22. Like, I can drink. Like, give me the fucking <laughs> cigarette. Give me the cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I like wanted to smoke a long skinny cigarette whenever I was in Italy. And oh, and then I remembered that I wasn't like some long tan Italian woman with See, like I, I, I think I am tiny so. little nipples out on a boat. Anyways, oh, I was I like can, this oh, like her, I'll embody redhead. that shit. Her, all day her nips are always out. Always, I can't. They can't be. I know we have to go. They can't be out now because I breastfeed, and so I have to wear a they bra. They can and, be out. No, no, no. But like they, I have to wear a bra. I mean, and oh. a nipple covering because <laughs> like, I'll that's leak. the whole point. So <laughs> I'm like I can't wait to stop breastfeeding so I don't have to wear a bra anymore because I'll but go like white shirt. She whips out her tit everywhere. They're like titties. My nipples are so pale. They're like, my friends called me neutral nips growing up. So wow. I can't even see them. Neutral nips? <gasps> oh my God. Wait. Wait. It's just like a dot in the middle. Tell you what. If they're if they're hard, they're a little bit darker. Okay. <gasps> Wait, there's no coloring around. I know. <laughs> I do have a spray tan, so they're like even more like flaccid. <gasps> wow. Wow. And that's where we'll wrap and up. That sounds good. And welcome to the Probably a but I'm like, you I'll show anyone my nipples. I don't care. Oh, wow. Like, like I girls. love it. Like girls. Sure, sure, sure. No, you know no, what I mean? No. Like, I'm not I, like, if you get, well, sorry, Sean, was he here? Did he just see that? <laughs> Dugan's brother. I'm like, anyways. No, I, like, yeah, any, anytime, like, I'm, I'm such a not modest girl. James no, thinks it's either. so funny. James thinks it's so funny. Like, my friend came over to spray tan me last night. He's like, it's so funny. Like, you, like you just join it's just like just right join it. I was like oh no yeah, totally I'm the same oh, way totally. and then when I get spray tanned by strangers in Cape Town I had like a mobile spray tan person come he's like yeah. you take your underwear off I was like yeah for sure give fuck when I'm in a massage I'm t- like touch my butt I don't yeah, care yeah, get yeah, in there okay. yeah Anyways. my boobs now breastfeed they're out publicly and my husband's like do you want to cover up I'm like shut, no. I don't even shut nothing, the fuck up I have enough up. things to worry about shut the fuck up shut the fuck up well thank you guh- guys for coming you are absolute like I said breath of Listerine air and I love you dearly have the most fun now Nashville. I'm sorry I won't be here this weekend yeah, no to worries. just trollop around with you. Yeah. Oh. Have fun. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, guys. You.